Hey friends, welcome to a brand new episode of Lose Weight with Macros, the podcast with me, your host Veroni, a behavior change nutrition coach, personal trainer and mindset coach. It's been a hot minute since I've come behind the mic to record an episode for you because we are doing so many episodes a week. We are now doing three episodes a week. So if you're new here, this is what we are doing on Fridays. We are doing episodes that are focused around faith, food, fun, or fitness related episodes. Monday and Wednesday are your usual macros related podcasts. Now, today's episode is going to be a mindset type of episode. And this is titled Learning to Let Go of Your Food Restrictions. Now, when you coach with me, whether we're doing this one to one, one to one is going to be more mindset nutrition coaching as opposed to the group coaching, which is focused on the fat loss. We open up in November. If you are not signed up, girl. Or you better get into it. But when we do this, we are focusing on a mindset. It's literally helping you learn to let go of these destructive patterns that we have accumulated over the many years of doing the same diets, making the same mistakes, quote unquote, clean eating, doing keto, going back to it, going back to all of these things, but never really learning how to navigate or let go of our food restrictions. But if this is you, friends, I'm here for you. This is what we're going to get into today. And I'm giving you a snapshot of what mindset coaching with me actually looks like. Hey friend, welcome to Lose Weight with Macros, the basics podcast show with me, your host Verona. If you're somebody who's overwhelmed by all of the conflicting information out there, you're confused about how much protein you should be eating, how to count macros, you don't have time to figure out your macros and you're sick and tired of repeating the same old boring meals because it is exhausting, you are in the right place. This Lose Weight with Macros basics podcast is specifically for you. You're the woman who wants to learn how to track your macros and do it sustainably, do it in a way that you can enjoy your foods and you don't have to cut out your favorite foods and we're not here for that. So my friends, if this is you, grab your tea, grab your coffee, grab your water, grab your matcha, your notepad and pen, because today's episode is going to be a juicy one. So buckle up, friends. Let's get it. Okay, so this is the episode today. So today's episode is going to be a mindset focused one. Now, why I specialize in mindset and macros is because most of the diets that are out there do not get us to focus on why we think the way that we do about ourselves and why we have the unhealthy attachment and relationships to food in such strong capacities that we do. Now, I know I just said a mouthful there, friends, but we will unpack that a lot more in focusing on fat loss and one-to-one coaching with me. Now, if you're not signed up for either of those head over to the show notes or go to the website vanutritioncoaching.co.uk for slash coaching is where you'll get your 15 minute call with me for free no need to put skin in the game at that stage and if you are successful then we will talk about going on to the next stage to see if this program is right for you and I am the coach for you because it's not about doing this if you are not ready for this program and if you don't like my vibe it's not about doing that so I'm not about to make anybody sign up with me just for the sake of signing up with me we have both got to be in agreement to work with one another now if you're somebody who likes the account of group coaching focus on the fat loss is the group coaching program for you we kick off in november va nutrition coaching.co.uk focus is the way to get signed up 20 spaces are available for the whole program i cannot wait to catch you with it but when it comes to food restrictions how do you let go of it now before we get into today's episode and before we get into when you're so focused we get into the first point which is when you're so focused on what you should and shouldn't eat that it becomes all you think about now if you've ever been there you know the struggle is real now this is something that happened to me particularly when I was doing keto all I could think about was carbs. And if you ever know what the keto diet is about, the ketogenic diet is a way that people have taken a medical peer practice and made that into a fat burning industry booming 
money-making scheme. It was never intended for people to lose fat at all. It is. It was then in 1920 to 2022 used as medicinal purposes for children with epilepsy and now the research has shown that it is still going for neurological conditions. That is the only reason that people are using this ketogenic diet. Now I'm not going to bore you with all of that. You can go listen to the two-part episode and I will link that in the show notes below. Every episode that I talk about will be linked in the show notes below but it's over in season two, the ABCs of weight loss that you can listen to there. Telling you the whole deal, the real deal about keto and anybody who's interested in science facts, I have got plenty of them in the episode. So I want to talk about a little bit of story. This story goes a little bit like this. I'm a woman in my 30s living in a small town in the Midwest. I've always struggled with my weight, but it wasn't until I had kids that it really became an issue. When I was pregnant, I gained 70 pounds. It was just like I could not stop eating. Now that my kids are grown and they're out of the house and my husband is traveling for work more than ever before, it's been hard for me to stay active since he's gone so much more often these days. Plus, with his schedule changes and travel plans changing all of the time, it's hard to find time for us to eat together as a family anymore. And when we do try to have dinner together, we don't really stick to our normal routine because his schedule is that unpredictable. So the other day, my daughter came home from college for spring break and started telling me about her meal plan for the year. She said that she'd been eating eating at her sorority house every day this semester because they're having less food available during finals week due to some budget cuts or something. But then she paused and she looked up at me nervously before continuing mum do you think that maybe we could just get rid of all of this food (laughs) I laughed but the truth is I really didn't know how to respond I was so happy that she was thinking about her future and trying to make healthy choices but then again her comment made me feel like a terrible mum because we have so much food in our house right now I mean, it's been over a year since we moved into this house and we still have so much food. We have two freezers full of meat and they're not even in the same room as each other. We have another cabinet full of canned food. And then there are also several boxes of cereal sitting on our kitchen countertop that my husband won't let me throw away because he thinks they might be good for someday. Now, when you're so focused on what you should eat and shouldn't eat that it becomes about all about that it becomes all you think about. Now it takes over every decision you make and every social event you attend is a free for all or temptation. Cooking and grocery shopping are an exhausting exercise in avoiding all the foods that you should not eat, right? You're constantly worried about what your next meal will be and it's impossible to enjoy yourself when you are so focused on food. And what makes matters worse is you feel like everyone around you is eating all the things you shouldn't, like bread, ice cream, all your foods that you love and enjoy. And that just makes it harder for you to resist temptation. Now friends, if you can identify with both of these women and both of these scenarios, then you are in the right place because this is how you're going to learn to let go of your food restrictions. Now we go over this in terms of it being specifically related to you, we go over this a lot more in coaching on a one-to-one basis. Now if you're somebody who is focused on that and you want to know about how you can coach with me or how you can make me your wingwoman on a one-to-one basis so we can really dig into these things. Now if you are that person, now you might have listen to the story and be like well spring break ended how many months ago now we're in the fall term and we're in the fall semester yes I know that that yes I do know that I'm aware of that but this particular story this is what they record and it is literally sharing these stories because they can identify and speak to you where you once were or where you are at now and literally we can do the opposite when it comes to food restrictions what we're doing is we're restricting ourselves many of us think about food restrictions as not eating enough food and that is the biggest the bulk of it of food of restriction something. But if you are restricting yourself from something, you are not allowing yourself to do or 
have something in order to do something. So for in order for that, the husband would not allow her to get rid of the food because she she had so much food because it got to a point where she felt like oh my goodness she's used to having family in the house she's used to having her children in the house now the children have gone they've flown they've grown out of the nest and they're doing their own thing there's more than enough food to have in fact there's too much food for her to have and so restriction can happen in two ways and it can have two opposite effects and it can also be both negative so when you become so focused on what you should eat in terms of like diets diets tell you that you shouldn't eat carbs you shouldn't eat bread you shouldn't do this and what happens is when you're so focused on what you should and shouldn't eat it becomes all you think about and what happens is food suddenly is the center of your life which is what happened in the first story her husband is away so much now the only thing that keeps her going is by having too much food or the house living by food rules is like having a pet dog that barks all the time now if you've got a dog if you've got a pet or you've got a cat that constant scratching at the door the constant meowing can get quite annoying just like a dog barking all of the time what does the dog want there's nothing you've played with the dog the dog slept the dog's you know done its business all of that stuff what more do you want and so when it comes to living by food rules this is what it's like it's literally like having a dog that barks all of the time because he's always going to be there at your heels he becomes an incessant companion rather than you know a little friend to have it becomes too much and that's how it felt for me personally living with my own food restrictions i'd sit at meals and silently fume about the cake on the table specifically because i'm not a fan of cake but specifically chocolate cake that's my favorite type of cake because it was all that I could do to not reach for that cake and devour it not just one piece I mean the whole box and just sit there I don't know if you've ever seen Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory there is a character that literally does that and that is literally what I felt like when I needed to do this but whatever it did it literally cost me later because I felt like I was being driven crazy by all of these rules, especially when I did keto. And I've re- mentioned keto in the beginning of the podcast because that is one of the diets that had so many restrictions. There are other MLM companies and restrictive shakes, the diets that tell you that you've got to have two shakes a day, the liquid diet, the Octavia diet, where it tells you you've got to have fuelings instead of foods. Everything you eat comes out of a packet. And I don't mean the packet of food of chicken that you're putting in the, the, the kitchen, your you're washing it with the lemon and the juices and all that stuff and then you cook it and you season it you're marinating it i'm not talking about that type of packet i'm talking about their customized packaging for food or fuelings as they call it for 250 dollars a month but what you're doing is you're restricting yourself to dangerously low calories 800 calories or even less and they tell you that's what they did to lose weight how many success how many success stories have you heard that people are still doing that today you don't hear that they're still doing that today because it's such a restrictive diet that it does not actually work for you long term and that's the thing they were so strict that it started to become impossible for them to continue eating food this way and when they did eat it was only because of the fear that if they didn't eat that they would be punished they would not be a great Octavia client or whatever whatever other MLM is out there the result ends up being that your life and their life and my life when it was keto revolved around food, what to eat and what not to eat. So when it comes to restrictions, I'm not going to go too deep into this episode because it will be like a whole hour or two hours. But this is a synopsis of what we talk about when we're doing a one-to-one coaching, when we're going through and we're talking about how you specifically can let go of your food restrictions. So when your self-worth is determined, when your self-worth is determined by your ability to stick with a diet or lose weight, it then becomes a common story. You've been struggling with your weight for years and it's time for you to do something about it. And you decide you're going to start a diet and you're feeling 
better already. The, ma- the minute that you make that decision, you're like, oh, I'm excited. I'm going to go back to Slimming World. I'm going to go back to Beach Body, or now it's called Body. Nonsense. But you're going to go back to these things that didn't work for you once before in the hope that it's going to work for you now because all of a sudden you start feeling better and you want to start a diet. You made your first real effort at change and then you can start to feel the difference already. I mean, in like five days, you've lost five pounds, right? I mean, it's so amazing. I'm sorry, but you can hear the sarcasm in my voice because you know what's coming because something happens after that. Maybe you have a bad day at work or you eat too much junk food. You know your food that you go to when you've had a stressful day. You know the go-to, whether it's cheese, whether it's wine, whether it's all the above, whether it's chicken, fish, whatever it is, you have a go-to food that when you are having the worst day ever, that food has to come out. And you take it out and you take it out by the dozen because you don't feel like cooking and you're like, you know what, I'm ordering a takeout. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Or maybe the person who loves you most in the world, your mom, your husband, whoever they are, they make you some cookies. They make you some cookies that make it with the secret ingredient that you know that you like. And then it's just too hard for you to resist. Whatever the reason is that you fall off your diet every time that you do it. And then another thing happens. And then another thing happens after that. And then whatever that reason is, nothing feels better to you than eating whatever you want when you want it, because that's all you know how to do, especially when you fall off the wagon, especially when you fall off the wagon and you say, you know what, I've messed up. You know what, I've messed up now. I might as well just do this. Now, oftentimes my clients go through this and when it happens to those clients, one of the things that I always get them to do is to think back on a time where they felt confident about themselves when they were losing weight. Oftentimes that is then when they realize how much of their self-worth is tied up in their ability to stick to a diet or lose weight. Now, if this feels like something and it sounds like something that you've experienced, I'm encouraging you today, friends, that it's not your fault. It is literally so common. The more you diet, the more, the harder it is to get back on track, as they call it, when you fall off the wagon. And the reason why is because diets are restrictive. The way that diets are designed are to restrict yourself. And that is the word. That's literally what diet means. The word has two connotations, two meanings. The word diet means restricting yourself from food in order to lose weight or for medical reasons. Many of us are not on a diet for medical reasons. In fact, most of us, when a doctor tells us that we need to stop eating a certain food because it's affecting our health, we do the opposite. We go and eat the same food that they're telling us is affecting our health and we do it by the bucket load and we do it by the dozen because nobody's going to tell me to come in. Nobody's going to tell me to stop eating the foods that I love and that's been there for me through thick and thin. I was there and I know some of you are there too. If somebody was to come and tell you stop eating coffee right now, stop drinking your coffee, eating coffee, stop drinking your coffee right now because it's affecting you, what would you say? What would your answer be? If somebody said to you, stop eating bread, what would you do? Oh no, but I love bread. I absolutely love bread. I'm a baker. You know what? When it's in the full season, I love baking. Somebody said to you, you can't eat beans. You can't eat legumes. Okay, what about chili? What am I going to do? So there are so many things that can come up, but it's about asking yourself where your worth is tied up. Is it tied up in your clients? Is it tied up in meeting your KPIs? Is it tied up in meeting and doing your achievements and accomplishing something for yourself throughout the day? Is it is it accomplished in, right, when you stand on the scale, right, I've lost five pounds. And then when you lose the stand up on the scale the next day and it says you're up seven pounds, where is your self-worth or where is the way that you see yourself? How do you see yourself when those things happen? Now, when food restrictions cause a rift in important relationships, for example, example, you're skipping dinner at your mum's house because she made meatloaf or because she cooked a pie or she cooked something with an ingredient that is off limits for your new diet. Now, when it comes to food, people 
are passionate. Let me tell you, they are passionate when it comes to food, more passionate than it comes for life or, you know, everyday things or things that are you know, important. Now, food is important, obviously, because we need it to survive and we need it to live. But restrictive eating patterns, let me tell you, they have support groups, they have Facebook book groups, Facebook groups, Facebook pages, online forums where people can go to find others like them. Restrictive eating patterns often arise when an individual feels out of control with your eating and places boundaries around food to regain that control. Now, that is a mouthful, but there are so many women. They used to be called a group on Facebook that promoted 1,200 calories. And there were literally hundreds and thousands of people in that group, all created to have dangerous, restrictively low calories. Then the founder of the group decided that they're going to change the name because they're promoting restrictive ways of eating. I could have told you that before you created the group, but the damage has already been done because the people have been in that group for so many years, indoctrinated to eating 1200 calories and even lower. The amount of comments that I've seen in that group far outweigh my voice to try to encourage others who actually want to have help, which is why I left that group because my voice is just like a little annoying gnat sound or a mosquito in the middle of the night, waking you up from the deepest sleep of sweet that you've ever had in a long time. Now it did the opposite. And so that's when I now can do this on my voice and nobody is going to silence me on my voice and I'm putting it on my page and in the blogs because I want you to succeed. There are so many women out there in the world. Now God has got this specific women to listen to this podcast that I am going to teach, that I teach, that I coach, that I work with. Now you are that woman. You are that woman that is going to work with me. You are that woman that is listening to this podcast, but I cannot be two th- all things to all women. Now I realized very quickly that there are more people to eat in this disordered way then there are people who do not want to eat in that sort of way disordered way and unless they were ready to come away from that there was nothing that I could say to do it what would happen was people would attack and jump on me and say no well 800 calories has helped me lose weight but is your menstrual cycle still in track no it's not have you got more energy no you don't have more energy now instead of coming across that way I chose to educate others through a whole episode dedicated to 1200 calories and where it came from again you can go and listen to that the link will be in the show notes below but when you're more concerned about the calories of an event than the celebration itself for example skipping dessert even though it's your birthday listen I'm telling you my birthday is in two weeks at the time of recording this podcast I am not skipping cake if it's bought for me now there are intolerances that I have that mean I can't have dairy I can't have egg which is frustrating but hey that's the type of restriction that I'm doing for my health and my benefits and when you feel like you need to earn a food with egg exercise common example that clients say when they come to first come to work with me I worked out so I can eat that cookie but only one yes we know that Oreos taste good and you don't end up eating one you crumble them you crush them together and you drink them in milk and you make a milkshake or you just eat the whole packet one after the other because you're engrossing what you're doing in your work and you go on and on and on and on when you make food choices based on willpower what rather than what your body needs example eating a salad for lunch because you think it's what makes you look healthy and it will be healthier you hate this plain salad you haven't got any croutons because your diet says you can't eat bread it says you can't eat the sauce because if you do you're going over your 25 sins this is restriction over restriction over restriction then you decide what to eat based on what other people are eating or serving for example you order something different from the rest of your friends at the dinner table because you're avoiding certain foods that trigger bad feelings 
For example, you're not ordering pizza at your friend's house because it reminds you of being teased as a kid. Now, these are genuine things. However, you're associating a type of food with a negative memory. And that negative memory is the issue and the thing that needs to be dealt with. The more that you push it under, there will be other things that trigger that memory that is not just pizza related. Now, when you feel like your body is a source of shame or disgust, you're hiding under baggy clothes like I used to do. I used to be a size 20, believe it or not. And even recently, even recently, when I started to regain the confidence again and actually focus on actually working on my mindset, which is why I coach ironically and why I have the mindset coaching. When I started to put that in place, actually, I had to undo those patterns and undo those habits. And they became subtle habits. They became so normal that I began to live that life. I still wear baggy tops to hide myself, even though I'd lost a lot of weight, even though I'd lost all of the weight that I needed to lose, I would still hide under baggy clothes because that was ingrained in me and I was used to that. I, I was used to doing those habits. And that's the same when it can come to food restrictions. We begin to build habits, not just in food, but we begin to build habits in our mindsets, the way we think and the way that we see ourselves. And it's important to start creating a positive relationship with food. And I'm going to give you permission, not that you need it, but I'm going to give you permission to do something that may seem counterintuitive. You're going to want to kick against it you're going to want to rebel against it. You're going to want to do something different. You're going to want to say, well, no, Rona, I'm used to this. I know, I know. I want you to stop worrying about food. Now you might be like, Verona, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Well, this is probably the last thing that you want to hear because food is already a huge part of your life. And if we're really honest, it probably dominates it in some ways. Now, coffee isn't to be used for weight loss. There are no magic coffees, despite what their marketing and their products say. It's going to make you go to the toilet a hell of a lot and you are going to lose a lot of water weight. So that is what they're not telling you. But a high succinct caffeine is also going to cause some problems in terms of your body. And if you've got those heart palpitations, check your caffeine intake. I'm no doctor, but go and check that with your doctor if you are getting those symptoms from your body. And it can be some of the ways that we're eating, some of the ways that we're living can be a trigger to some of the things that we are doing. But again, go and sort that out with your doctor, have an MOT test. And when we do the one-to-one coaching, I literally go through with you your blood test results when it comes to looking at what is underneath the skin, because we often look at what's on the outside, but we fail to look at what internally. Yes, I have been taught and I have been trained to go over these things with my clients when it comes to getting a blood test done. So tell you and to help you understand what your blood test results come back. And then we bring that into your nutrition plan. When I'm talking about customize, this is what I'm talking about. I'm not, this is no joke program here. This is no joke thing here. If you want to lose weight and if you want to stop doing these things and you want to create a personal positive relationship with food and you want to learn how to overcome your food triggers, then one, you're putting skin in the game and two, you are doing things that you need to do to get those results. In fact, what you're actually doing is you are changing your schema. Now I'm giving you a psychological word here. Now, if you are that woman that's tried many times to lose weight, you've tried dozens of diets and exercise programs, but nothing ever works for you. You're not even sure if it's your body type that makes your weight loss so difficult. Maybe it's because you're still clinging to your old food restrictions that are holding you back. Now, if you're somebody that has a history of disordered eating, now there's a difference between an eating disorder and disordered eating. Food restriction may feel like a good idea at first. For example, eating 1200 calories or really restricting your calories. When you're 250 pounds, all the calories that you can get make a difference. When you start to go to these restrictive calories and even one form of diet, you feel like you're going to chew off somebody's head because you are so hungry. That is not a good idea. And even though that it may have 
help you lose weight quickly because it temporarily lowers your calorie intake. But once that diet is over, you know the weight will come back and you will have even more than you lost and then you started off with and it comes back with a vengeance. And it adds on some extra pounds for good measure because it's like, ha, take that and some of that. It's easy to fall into the trap of restrictive diets. I did it myself. I did keto. I've done other eating from coloured containers that in fact exacerbated, exacerbated? that increased my disordered eating because restrictive diets aren't sustainable over a long period of time they don't teach you how to make healthy choices in the real world and they don't teach you how to navigate your negative mindset if you're somebody who wants lasting changes then you need a different strategy one of them is changing your schema if every time you think about pizza or ice cream your brain screams no then your schema is telling you that those things are off limits or even quote unquote bad if you're putting foods into good foods and bad foods this is a sign that you need to change your your schema so that pizza and ice cream aren't forbidden foods anymore instead they're foods that deserve a place on your plate occasionally and in reasonable amounts and that my friends is exactly what we go through focus on the fatness group coaching program if that's what you want and we go through it in a one-to-one basis now how do you learn to let go of food restrictions you start by taking one step at a time And remember, no matter what anybody tells you, don't be afraid to try something new or ask for help when you need it. The only person holding you back is yourself. And that's a hard pill to swallow. But in reality, it is. We're the only person that can actually make the decision to make the change. And we're the only people that can take the step to um, make those changes. Now, when we take that first step, we've got other people around that come to meet us. Absolutely. But if you want to learn how to let go of your food restrictions, then start by getting in touch with your emotions, my girls. This is what we need. This is what I did and why I'm here to be a coach to help you. And that first step in realizing that many of your feelings are based on fear, based on false belief, based on lies, based on restriction this is when we start to make headway into making sure that you lose the fat and you maintain it. One of the the foundations of my coaching program is exactly that. And that, my friends, in wrapping up, if you're somebody who wants to learn about how how you can make me your coach and we can do this thing together, vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash coaching is the place to go to book your free call with me. So my friends, in landing, that is exactly how you can learn to let go of your food restrictions. We've covered what it's like to be so focused on food, what you should and shouldn't eat, that it becomes all you think about. And we focus on, and we've touched very briefly, on your self-worth and how to know that your self-worth, where your self-worth is determined and changing the way that you think. In order for you to lose the weight and to keep it off, we need to change the way that you think and, and you also need to address and to see change the way that you speak to yourself about yourself. That is one of my taglines. Changing the way that you see yourself and changing the way that you speak to yourself and see yourself by one step at a time will help you to let go of your food restrictions and that my friends is the end of the episode because we are running out of time if you know a sister friend that needs to hear this message share it with her don't forget to leave a review over on the facebook page facebook.com forward slash va nutrition coaching friend you made it to the end of the episode what was your biggest takeaway from today's episode don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review over on itunes and if you have any questions comments or concerns about today's episode or you need help then you can contact me over 
over on Instagram at VA Nutrition Coaching Podcast or email me support at vanutritioncoaching.co.uk or you can head over to the Facebook page VA Nutrition Coaching Podcast. It helps us reach even more women who are fed up with dieting, don't know how to lose weight. They're frustrated with following Sally's results and they're not getting any of their own and they just finally want to shed some pounds and do it in a way that they can sustain and they can enjoy. But my friends, that's a wrap for today's episode. I can't wait to catch you on the next one. Until then, friends, stay healthy, stay blessed. And remember, if you haven't already downloaded your five ingredient recipe pack, you can go to the website vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash recipes and download your five ingredient recipe pack. Who said healthy eating was boring? See you next time, friends. Thank you.